There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome into a post-game instant reaction. Texas Tech taking down Oklahoma State 78-57. Joined by Michael here on Spotify Greenroom. Michael, what's, go- what's going on, man? Hey, I got to enjoy this game in a couple of ways. I listened to probably most of the first half on the radio, watched most of the second half. Um, so got to hear a lot of it, got to see it. I did not expect the 21 point beat down. Cause aside from what that seven minute stretch in the first half where OSU inexplicably went on a 10 and 0 run, this was just a completely dominating performance by our raid Raiders. Would you agree with that? Yeah, man. So when, when you jumped out to that 10 point lead, uh, it kind of felt similar, but on the flip side to what happened in the Baylor game, when you were down nine Oh, to start that game, um, and Oklahoma state was able to fight back. I was like, okay, now that that's kind of settled a little bit, going to be a little bit closer back and forth. Um, and then Texas Tech opened up a 15-point lead going into halftime um, and then really never looked back. They're, they wasn't really ever close in the second half. Uh, going into this game, I was a little concerned, one, with the volume of games. This would be your third game in five days. Um, having, you know, just beaten Kansas and then Baylor worried about there being a little bit of a, an emotional letdown. Uh, but games at home, obviously had a very energetic crowd. Uh, you had a very fast start. And then your defense, man, it just, it, it plays, man. It, it came back tonight. You uh, you held Oklahoma State 29% from the field. Um, sorry, 29% from three, 32% from the field, where you shot 50% from the field and 39% from three. Um Man, it just, uh, your defense just didn't let up tonight. No, I mean, even at the end, they were fighting till the very end. I think one of my favorite un- unnoticed things that probably a lot of y'all noticed, uh, one of those last rugby scrums towards the end of the game before the Nadolny double technical thing, whatever that was, of Nadolny just started doing some push-ups right afterwards uh, right in front of the ref i don't know that really made me laugh out loud but uh <clears throat> I, I think it's like you said i was a little bit worried about the letdown too i was comforted to see so many guys back i mean it's it looks like adams has a completely full roster right now with the exception of shannon i mean even temperman got in the last minute or so um alan got a bucket at the towards the end i mean everybody was available except shannon uh you know, Nadolny still came off the bench 25 minutes, was definitely the sixth man tonight. And I, I'm i glad that he's – it seems like he's going to embrace whatever role he's given despite how well he has played in that starting position uh, on a short-staffed tech team. He still was able to 
you know, swallow his pride enough and come off the bench and still only two points, you know, didn't really do much on the stat sheet, but was very active on getting some turnovers and, uh, you know, kind of deflecting some passes. Just, just like to see that. Just like to see these guys healthy. Um, O'Banner really put up a great showing tonight. This might be his best showing of the year. I mean, I think it is points wise, but I just think overall, probably his best showing of the year. Um, you know, no rebounds tonight, which is kind of odd for him. But man, six for eight shooting, three for five from three. I've been a guy that's been pretty critical of his three point shooting uh, this year, and up up until the game in Waco, he hadn't made one since like the, the before Christmas. So it, it's good to see him kind of get his groove back and and be able to hit those shots and get 17 points. But um, definitely not a letdown game and probably something that Oklahoma state would have rather had is to have played this game with no students or not no students, but you know, before school had started back. So the students were there tonight. And as you mentioned, definitely had an impact. Yeah. Had this game been played at the first on the first, I think the atmosphere is obviously going to be quite a bit different. Uh, but as such, they, you know, as much as we complain about the schedule with the re uh, with the reschedule, Oklahoma State has it just as bad, if not worse. They, you know, they were talking about on the broadcast. They had to travel to West Virginia, travel to Texas Tech, which was not that big of a trip. But they also have to travel to Waco next. Um, so they're they're three games in five days, all on the road against top ten teams. Um, I mean, let's just say ranked opponents. Um, well, no, because yeah. well, West we're, Virginia we're top isn't ranked 10 in certain categories. <laughs> West Virginia isn't ranked, but they're definitely. Uh, a tough out uh, and then get us and then Baylor. So to your point about McCullers health, um, his ankle definitely looked better than it did a couple days ago. Still a little off. Uh, you mentioned he played 29 minutes, only seven points, one of six on shooting one of four from three. Um, but he was the only starter, not in double figures. Bryson Williams had 11. Davion Warren had 12. Adonis arms had 13. Dude, like arms in the first half was unstoppable unbelievable O'Banner with 17 uh Santos Silva quietly had himself a double double 10 points 10 rebounds um he had the most rebounds of anybody uh Bryson Williams had six a couple guys with four um and again I mean it's just uh, obviously because this wasn't a, a letdown especially on the defensive side some of the things I want to talk about obviously going to be highlighted by the defensive performance. This is another game where you held a significant advantage in points in the paint. Texas Tech had 30 points, only allowed 20 to Oklahoma State. Um, you forced 15 turnovers. Um, let's see. Only six points on fast break uh, points, but you know that was, I think, a little bit the product of the of the lead, too. You weren't, you weren't pushing the tempo um, for most of the game because of the of the score there uh, like you did score on nearly 51 percent of your possessions um, you led the game for 39 minutes it was tied for 45 seconds I mean this was a dominant wire-to-wire performance outside of that that uh, few minutes in the first half where Oklahoma State was able to figure some things out offensively, and you were struggling offensively. I don't think it was anything they were doing um, on the defensive side to keep you from scoring, but that little stretch there allowed them to get back in it. Uh, but like I said a little while ago, 
you know, as much as uh, whether the game was tied or they got it within one by the end of the first half, you had then extended it back out to a 15 point lead. Um, I always love seeing uh, into the bench guys coming into the game. It's definitely something else when it comes in, when they come in for a conference game, you mentioned uh, Temperman coming in, got one minute. Um, Agbo came in. Uh, and they, they mentioned the broadcast. We also had it in our Slack chat, just how impressive. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. If it was into the game, 20-point lead, but we're still diving to the floor, going after loose balls. Um, And that was Agbo going down, uh, wrestling for one of those. Um, so really impressive on, on the offensive side. We, we, we talked about, um, how, how good this team is or could be defensively. Uh, and then some of the struggles we've seen so far this season has been the offensive side. Michael, what are some of the things you're most excited about now that we've got, you know, four conference games uh, on the schedule done? Um, is, is it on the offensive side? Is it defensively? What, what has you excited moving forward? I feel like this team is kind of hitting their stride or we're, we're getting to see what they can do offensively. Uh, they're making some really smart passes, especially, you know, the guards are cutting on the baseline down to the lane. Uh, the bigs, you know, Santos Silva and Bacho had a great pass to KJ Allen to end it. Um, you know, the bigs are making some smart passes. Uh, O'Banner's always good at that. You know, Will Williams has been good at that. So, that's something I'm excited to see develop is this offense is, is kind of getting rolling a little bit. Uh, I think McCullers a big reason why, I mean, he had four assists again tonight. He either had f- five or six in Waco. So he is, he's really good at, at distributing the ball, finding the open guy. Um, I, I think that's been a catalyst just to have him back the last two games. I think that's why we've seen this team score higher the last two games. And they probably have several before that, uh, especially against this type of competition. And, and so I think that's what's got my eye, it's just kind of watching that, where they can go from there. Uh, you know, if, if they can capitalize on some good three-point shooting, uh, you know, like Arms was able to do early on, uh, you know, O'Banner had a good night. Th- that, that's just something we've kept our eye on this whole time is just this team is, this, this team is not a 23%, you know, three-point shooting team, right? There's just no way. They've got to be better than that. And that is slowly getting better. But to say that, I think that is part of the reason how OSU was able to make that run is a couple of guys hit some threes early. Um, Even Bacho took one. So, I mean, it kind of got infectious. And they mentioned that on the radio broadcast. It seemed like they just 
kept shooting them because a couple of guys were making them early and kind of settling for them. And then once they quit going in, they kind of realized, well, we got to change it up a little bit. But I, I guess I'd say that's what I'm the most excited about. The defense is there. It's it's proven. Um, but, man, this offense, I think it's finally – we're finally getting to see uh, some of the plays that these playmakers can make. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm there with you because – uh, obviously, we knew what the, the defense was capable capable of. Uh, there were some times when they didn't perform as much as we had hoped for. Uh, we were all just kind of like, okay, we just need the offense to step up. Um, you know, and I don't want to slight the defense because that they've they've as good as they were have gotten better. Uh, that they've mm-hmm. they've controlled and maintained really good offensive scoring teams like Kansas and Baylor to their lowest point outputs of the season. Oklahoma State fifty seven points maybe the, their lowest uh, output too. Um, but as, as much as we, we like the defensive side being able to, to apply so much pressure on the possessions, whether, you know, it's, it's them switching, um, on their defensive sets halfway through the possession, which is something like, like I'm still baffled by like how they can <laughs> coordinate all that. And they go from, you know, their, their, um, two, three zone to, to man up, uh, and, and switching on everything like halfway through the possession, um, yeah. just blows my mind they're able to do that ninth grade mind yeah <laughs> there's no way I could have been able to, to shift defenses mid-possession there's no way but then on top of that to, to then now accompany that with some really good efficient scoring uh, you, you know w- wish you had shot a little bit better than, than one of nine from three in the second half but at that point like I said it was you were tr- you were trying to maintain the lead there um, and I didn't feel like the the shots from three. I there isn't one that that sticks out except for the Bacho one that you kind of mentioned was more like like, yeah. a, like an infectious take. Um, it didn't feel like anybody forced anything or like we rushed down and took a, a uncontested three like within a few seconds of the possession. So, um, you know, just the the offense in general looks like it's it's really coming along. Uh, it didn't take a step back like like we talked about being concerned with with the schedule to open up the conference schedule um you know look, looking ahead you've got kansas state this weekend kansas state is uh is struggling they end up losing to tcu last night they were they gave up a 8-0 run the last minute of the game to lose by three uh to also a not very good tcu team uh, then you've got iowa state coming back uh, on next Tuesday, the 18th. Um, obviously, by that point, the rankings will be updated. You played those three games uh, since you were moved up to 19th with um, Baylor, Oklahoma State, and then Kansas State. Uh, so it should be a really uh, really good game. I I felt like even that night we played them, uh, and so much more so now that we've seen this team one get more healthy and come back together that that game in, in Ames last last week shouldn't have been as close as it was like Texas Tech should have won that game uh, and I feel really confident about this game next week uh, as long as the team is as healthy as it is now uh, that we'll see next week um, Michael you got anything else before before we wrap this one up not really. I I hate to be that guy that's looking ahead, but I am definitely looking ahead. I, I think that that Tech will, um, you know, if they drop some, a game in Manhattan, I don't think it's going to be end of the world. It's a road game. Friend of the show, Rob Bro, mentioned that on on the the Raiderland this week. That 
you know, losing the game on the road is not the end of the world. So I, I still expect them to win, and I think they will. But, man, am I excited about that Iowa State game. Uh, you know, Iowa State's only Big 12 win so far is against Tech. And I, I'm just ready for Tech to show them the full strength of this fully operational battle station. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not even sure why we're. Uh, <laughs> so right now we're listed as second in the Big Twelve behind Baylor, both three and one in conference play. Maybe it's the overall record, fifteen and one to thirteen and three. But um, as much as we talked about Texas Tech needing to take, take care of, of their home games, especially in conference, Texas Tech is nine uh, ten and zero at home. Um, you do have the road game this Saturday morning against Kansas State, uh, who is tenth in the conference. They are winless in, in conference play so far, zero and four. Eight and seven on the season, only six and three at home, and they they've lost their last four games. And then we get Iowa State, who is still ranked uh, top fifteen, but they are eighth in the conference at one and three. Uh, they've lost two of their of their last few games. Um, so one definitely need, need to take care of Kansas State this weekend. Looking forward to that rematch with Iowa State, as we do with every conference series. But tonight, Texas Tech takes care of business 78-57 against Oklahoma State Cowboys. Thanks for joining us on the live broadcast tonight. For Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.